Dr. Ngulunga, let's start here. Why are you concerned by the statement that was issued by the SABC8? Well, it's because um, the spokesperson to the president, and I suspect and the spokesperson to many people both in the public and the private sector, meet with journalists all the time and editors. And that is just the nature of the work. I mean, because the, the work of a spokesperson is, uh, is dual in a sense. I mean, you represent the principal of the organization that you speak for, but you also facilitate access to information and the person or organization that you speak for. Facilitate it on behalf of the media, because the media makes information to report uh, to the public. And so it is inevitable that the spokesperson will meet with journalists or editors all the time. I mean, just, it is just in the nature of the work. And so that's what concerned us a bit, because I meet with journalists and editors all the time, in fact, on a daily basis sometimes. And so to suggest that a meeting with journalists and editors of the SAPC is injudicious, as the group of eight said, was quite surprising. I mean, otherwise, how are we going to facilitate access to the news and information from the presidency if there is no interaction between the presidency and the SAPC in this instance? Well, they state their concern, um, especially arising from a perception of bias, which they feel should be avoided at all costs. And, um, you know, if one places that within the context of an SABC newsroom that has suffered great reputational damage, it is not an invalid concern, is it, Dr. Ngulunga? Well, look, I mean, we, we still do need to talk to SAPC journalists. I mean, and in this particular case, what was even surprising is because the request came from the SAPC editors to have a discussion, a routine discussion. Like, I meet with journalists basically from every media house in, in, in South Africa. They call me every day. They want to have meetings or they just want to have interaction. So I do understand the context, but... In the final analysis, the SAPC is a news organization, at least that news aspect of the SAPC. I get called by SAPC journalists all the time who need information to report on one aspect or the other of the work of the, of the presidency. And so, and this was a meeting which was not secret. I mean, it was a short meeting. Um, so that is the reason why we've been surprised that if I do not interact with members of the SAPC. So how is the SAPC going to get information from the president? And is this principle only applying to the SAPC? Or does it mean that the spokesperson to the president cannot speak to any journalist in South Africa? I mean, that is what we are raising a concern about. This is not to say that I did, we do not understand generally the concerns around the SAPC, and that is the reason why we have said, in the case of the SAPC board, that the president understands the agency and he was attending the matter with the agency that he deserves. But I do think that the spokesperson of the president, like any spokesperson, has to interact with members of the media. And, and sometimes that interaction will take the form of meetings, physical meetings. And so to say a meeting with the spokesperson of the president is injudicious. I think it's taking matters a bit too far. I think we all agreed, you, I, and the SABC8, that context is everything here. But at, at whose request was this meeting convened? It was at the request 
of uh, of the uh, acting head of uh, of news at the SBC. And uh, did he state why he actually wanted to meet with you? Well, it was a routine a routine meeting. I mean, I'll I'll give you I mean some of the issues because they were not different from the issues that we discuss uh, with any news journalists uh, uh, who come to meet me. Yeah, I mean, some, some of them, um, just what uh, they will say, for instance, uh, can the president uh, come and speak, uh, for instance, on Sakina's show or something of that sort. I mean, now, I get requests from various current affairs uh, uh, show uh, conveners of the SAPC who want the president on their show, that show. And so those are kind of basic, basic things that we, we were discussing, or sometimes you know, like the normal discussions we have, it's like, I mean, as the presidency, we really do not want any special favors from anybody. What we want is that there should be fair and balanced approaching about the president or the presidency. And nothing really beyond those generally introductory things that we discuss which generally soon come to, to meet with the president. I believe we do have Dr. Ngolunga back. It's now been 11 days since the term of the interim board has expired. Uh, can you perhaps tell us why the president hasn't ratified uh, the appointment of the new board as yet? Well, I mean, as we said before, the Broadcasting Act is quite specific. I mean, it says the National Assembly advises the president and the president is the appointing authority. So there are certain requirements that have to be met and that the president has to look at. Those requirements are in the Broadcasting Act. And so we've been doing verification checks. I mean, on Friday, late afternoon at 5 o'clock, the president received the reports of those verification checks from the Minister of Communications. And so he's looking at that information. Um, I make believe that the president is going to make his announcement as, as soon as it is uh, possible. So as I said, uh, the matter is being attended with the agency that it deserves, but the president has a responsibility to make sure that he appoints people who are fit and proper to serve on the board of the SNPC. So you're saying the president only received that report on Friday? On Friday, on Friday at 5 o'clock. I mean, if you recall, the CEO of the South African Qualifications Authority indicated on Thursday last week that he had submitted the results of the refined qualifications to the Minister of Communications. The president only received all the information that he required from the minister on Friday at 5 o'clock. So, really, I mean, as you know, the president on, on Mondays, he works at the Tunia House, and he started really to be working in the office uh, yesterday. So I'm, I'm pretty certain that now that he has all the information that he needs to make this decision, we are going to hear the outcome of his, of, uh, his decision-making as soon as possible. Well, uh, the CEO of SACWA indicated that he had, uh, they had verified those qualifications well before the actual deadline, well before the term of the interim board had expired. So someone is holding up the work. Someone is delaying this process. And if you now say that you, the president only received those details on Friday, are you suggesting, therefore, that it is the minister who's holding up the works here? No, 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 I'm not suggesting anything. I'm just telling you the fact. I mean, the fact of the matter is that the Minister of Communications subjected, is submitted the file to the President on Friday last week, and not just on Friday morning or Friday midday, on Friday at 5 o'clock. I mean, that is when the Presidency received that, that file. 
So that is just the fact of the matter. And so the president, for the first time, has all the information that he had requested for. And so he is processing it, and he will be acting on that information as soon as possible. Any indication as to how long it will take from here on? Well, I mean, it's quite difficult to speculate. I mean, as I said, the legislature is quite clear that there is one appointing authority, which is the president. But the most important thing that we want to communicate is that the president is aware that the SAPC doesn't have a board and that there is a major agency that is needed in appointing the board as soon as possible. And that is going to be done. Because remember, Sakina, in the president's view, the first start of turning around the SAPC and attending to the context that we are describing is to make sure that we have a board of fit and proper persons so that when uh, these men and women are appointed to the board, we do not hear stories down the line that somebody misrepresented this or that. So the president has a legal obligation to make sure that he appoints these fit and proper persons. And now that he has the information, that is going to be done as soon as possible. That is the commitment we from the front of the president.